Welcome to The Randy Report. I'm Randy Slavacek, your host. I'm also the writer and editor of TheRandyReport.com, where you can find me every single day on the internet reporting on the daily news cycle in terms of politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. In this week's headlines, a gay man was awarded $18.4 million for a botched HIV test. New web series Fathers imagines who would we be if AIDS hadn't happened. Tan France, fashion guru for Queer Eye, says his family thought the Make Better series converted straight men to gay. Plus, there's new music from out indie recording artist Aiden James. All that and more on this episode of The Randy Report. In 2007, Sean Stineford consented to an HIV test while being treated for facial paralysis at Leahy Hospital and Medical Center in Burlington, Massachusetts. According to the Boston Globe, he agreed to the testing after a resident at the hospital told him his symptoms were highly suggestive of HIV infection. His neurologist, however, Dr. Keenan Reb, disagreed and canceled the test, writing in Stentiford's file that there was, quote, no risk of HIV, despite the fact that Stentiford is gay and had worked as a paramedic earlier in his life. The Centers for Disease Control recommends sexually active gay men be tested for HIV at least once a year. Going back to 2006, Stentiford's medical records reflected that he was a gay man. Although blood tests were performed, the HIV test was removed from the list without telling Stineford. Stineford visited his primary care doctor, Dr. Stephen Southard, in June of 2007, where he was told his test looked good. At that point in time, having signed a release form for the test in the presence of his sister, Stineford believed the HIV test had been performed. Three years later, his condition had worsened. It was at that time he learned the HIV blood test had not been performed and he was, indeed, HIV positive. By that time, the disease had advanced to full-blown AIDS as he battled brain damage and cognitive impairment. After an eight-day trial in U.S. District Court, a jury found both Dr. Hreb and Dr. Stephen Southard guilty of negligence, which caused Stineford harm. On Monday, the jury awarded Stineford, now 48 years old, $18.4 million in damages. Now living in the Bronx, Stineford no longer suffers from HIV-related symptoms due to modern medications and treatment. The government of the Czech Republic has agreed to support same-sex marriage with the draft of a first-of-its-kind bill in the former communist bloc country. The move comes in the wake of Prime Minister Andrei Babis also signaling his support for the move. 46 parliamentary deputies have also signed the bill. The legislation would afford wide-ranging marriage rights on par with heterosexual couples in the Republic. Czechs in same-sex relationships would have full rights over any children they have, access to alternative family care, and even widows' pensions. Sixteen other European Union countries already provide full marriage equality, but the passage of this bill would make the Czech Republic the first former Soviet country to do so. 
Since 2006, the Czech Republic has offered domestic partnerships as the only legal recognition of same-sex marriages. A survey of 2,000 Americans was commissioned by sex store Eden Fantasies to explore the realities of romance in the workplace. The results of the poll showed 14% of Americans admit to having sex at their place of employment. And of those, one in five revealed they were caught in the act. Also from the survey, 92% of those who engaged in office romance said it made going to work more exciting. Over half of the respondents said an office romance made them more productive. One in 10 admitted to having sex with their boss. 34% of those folks say they did so to advance their career at work. 17% of workplace romances cost someone their job. And one in four co-worker relationships end in awkward situations at work. 60% of all workplace relationships end within 12 months. But there is some good news. One in four workplace romances end in marriage. But 34% of workplace romances involve someone who's already married or engaged. Hmm. In his latest project, filmmaker Leo Herrera creatively wonders, if AIDS never happened, who would we be? His new web series, Fathers, imagines in fictional documentary style an LGBTQ utopia called Stonewall Nation, a collection of queer communes in a parallel universe where the AIDS crisis never happened. The official website for the series describes the sci-fi documentary as cruising meets Black Mirror meets Beyonce's Lemonade. In the alternate timeline, communities collectively referred to as the queer colonies in Stonewall, Oregon, and Stonewall, Nevada, and Stonewall, New York, exist peacefully as LGBTQ folks openly thrive. Instead of the LGBTQ community being decimated by disease and seeing the nascent gay rights movement stymied by rising anti-LGBTQ animus in the 1980s, Herrera envisions gays running for president, unconstrained by discrimination and disease, living openly across the country. In this alternate world, the 1980s were a golden age for the gay population. It was a decade defined by our dominance of the arts, duh, victories in politics, and groundbreaking developments in healthcare. Relying on LGBTQ historians for accuracy, Herrera uses characters and people featured in the series who were actual gay leaders of the past, as well as their survivors, friends, and family members. The pilot episode is just the beginning as Herrera plans future installments to explore, quote, the election and presidency of gay president Vito Russo, the real AIDS activist who was killed by the disease in 1990, and will be a direct reflection on the political climate today. They will also deal with the plight of gay seniors and the sexuality of modern queer culture. Here's some trivia. The name Stonewall Nation comes from an actual group of queer separatists who hoped to establish their own city in Alpine, California in 1970. However, without proper resources, the plan was never implemented. You can watch the first episode of Fathers at therandyreport.com. Queer Eyes fashion guru Tan France revealed recently that his family originally refused to watch the Make Better reality series because they thought it was a gay conversion program. Speaking on fellow Queer Eye cast member Jonathan Van Ness's Getting Curious podcast, 
The fashion expert explained the tensions that he has had with his family since coming out. His family apparently didn't approve of homosexuality and refused to attend his wedding 10 years ago. In fact, when he shared the happy news of his impending nuptials, his family didn't even want to know his fiancée's name. Coming from a very religious Pakistani Muslim family in the UK, he attended mosque every day from the time he was four years old until he was 15. Tan says coming out had a huge impact on my life. He says, when I came out, I did feel somewhat relieved because I don't think I'd have the life I have now if I hadn't. It was when Queer Eye was about to air that he informed his family, you're going to see what my life is. But his mother and siblings didn't initially watch the program. They thought I was going around the country and encouraging people to be homosexual, says Tan. But once they began watching, they said, oh my gosh, it's so much better than we expected. You made us proud. You're just who you are. Tan now credits the series with helping to improve his relationship with his family. He says, every time we Skype now, they ask about my husband, Robin. For 10 years, they literally never said his name. Chalk up one more success story for the Fab Five. And speaking of Queer Eye, I know, I know, you've already binge-watched the entire second season of Queer Eye, so what's a fan to do? Well, don't worry, because Netflix is in a generous mood these days. The streaming service has dropped a special 20-minute bonus episode shot in Australia in a town called... And I'm not kidding. Yes. While down under in yes, the Fab Five make over a grungy farmer named George and give a facelift to the local bistro. You can find the episode on therandyreport.com. Out indie singer-songwriter Aiden James dropped his latest music video this week, Colorblind. Speaking to Out, Aiden explained his thinking behind the song, saying, People express love in different ways, and I've assigned them to colors. Some people love in a fiery red, and some a more nurturing yellow. But when someone doesn't feel the same way about you, they can be colorblind to all the light you shine for them. Not only is the creative video fab to watch, but the song is terrific. With a strong, banging piano and full-fat production, this is wholesale mainstream pop. Aiden's vocals are right in top form, and there's a full stop for vulnerability after the bridge, which is very effective before heading for the exits. Totally up my alley. I'm feeling this could be a serious contender for my best of 2018 here at The Randy Report. So I'm going to close out this episode of The Randy Report with Aiden James's Colorblind, which is currently available on all digital download sites. Remember, folks, if we want to see the LGBTQ community reflected in society, we need to support our out artists who are doing just that. And that brings me to the end of this episode of The Randy Report. If you enjoy catching up on LGBTQ news in a quick podcast, I'd appreciate it if you wouldn't mind sharing The Randy Report with your friends. I like to think of this podcast as the 60 minutes of gay news, only shorter. And remember, you can catch me every single day on the internet at therandyreport.com, where I follow the daily news cycle regarding politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. Thanks for listening, folks. See you next time. Here's Aiden James and Colorblind. I gave him red It was the color of my heart The color of my love I gave you your love Brighter than the sun The color of my love I shine for you
I shone, but you were coming blind. Everything was black and white, and I was like the northern light. It was breaking me up inside, and you were coming blind. We were living a great scared life, and nothing ever caught your eye. And I had finally seen the light. You were coming blind. You gave me blue. Now the color of my heart. See who you are, oblivious to love. It's right in front of you, and I shine for you. I shine, but you were coming blind. Everything was black and white, and I was like the northern light. It was breaking me up inside. But you were coming blind. We were living a great scale life, and nothing ever caught your eye. And I had finally seen the light Caught your eye, and I finally see the light. You were 